My name is Sarah Vioso. In May of 2020, I was diagnosed with glioblastoma, the most aggressive type of brain cancer known. This is my spiritual journey of completely surrendering to God's will while healing my soul through His grace. Welcome to Surviving Fear. Episode 17, Finding Peace. So, sorry, I start everyone off with so. So let me work on that one. I have to work on handling news. When I was in the beginning of this and test results kept coming in, it was very difficult for me to always see the positive in the test results. For example, when my neurosurgeon, we had my first follow-up with my neurosurgeon, he was looking at the area uh, where he had resected the tumor. He felt strongly that I should not have any more surgeries in that area because I was at a high risk of having deficits. That was a big blow. That one was hard for me to process because in my mind, I had always thought, well, that's okay. You know, if it grows back, they'll just go back in and take some more of the tumor out and I'll be fine. So it was a pretty big blow when he said that he did not recommend surgery again in that area because it is so sensitive. I didn't take it well. And that kind of was the way it was with almost everything that I had been giving. It's just, you know, I sometimes refer to him as him being the tumor. We call him my tumor friend. And is he a friend? Yeah, I'm coming to peace with that. He's a friend because he's teaching me some lessons and keeping me accountable for things. But he was in a very sensitive part of my brain. But I, when I made assumptions, there I go, you know what they say about making assumptions, not appropriate for me to say in this particular rating of my podcast, I'd like to keep it in the G format, but I didn't handle the news well. The other part that came in is I had some test results come in. We did this um, thing called a, um, a special test they did on my, on my tumor when they pulled my tumor out. It's called foundation one testing. And it gives you 300 different, over 300 things and characteristics of your tumor. So it helps the doctors determine if there's any other treatment out there that could help you like clinical trials. And my oncologist looked at it and said, well, the good news is I don't see anything alarming, but I also don't any see anything that's super hopeful or that I can say, oh, there's a clinical trial that would, that would help you. And if you don't understand what clinical trials are, these are the, the things they're testing to find out 
of how to cure this particular cancer. They do clinical trials all the time for all different kinds of cancers, for breast cancers, for lung cancers, um, all different types of medical conditions they do clinical trials for. And when I was first diagnosed, that was the thing. It's like, you need to start looking for clinical trials. Like, what is a clinical trial? I don't, my first thought was, I don't want to be a lab rat, but that's not what it is. And it's not, lab rat is not a fair term. It's how they learn. There was all kinds of clinical trials done on the um, vaccine for COVID. You know, they threw, I mean, everyone and everything at that developing that vaccine. So it was kind of a blow to me that it wasn't like, oh, there we saw this awesome thing in your tumor. So we could totally treat this. And this would so help you and would heal, help heal you um, to a better point. It was a blow for me. It was, I, I balled up and cried. And I'm so grateful for my husband who always stepped in. He's, and he always has that godly view that sometimes I get lost in because I get, I get caught up in the fear and I get caught up in the anxiety. And he said, it just means, Sarah, that that's not the path God wants us to take. Isn't that such a great statement to think about? When things are thrown our way that we aren't expecting, even though it hurts, even though it's hard to hear, it's just not the path that God wants you to take. It seems like a simple sentence, but, and I'm working on being able to see that. And I continue to work on it every day. I'm sure I will continue to work on it till the day I transition to heaven. But it's just not the path that I'm destined for. So when I was going through these things from all the lovely test results I was getting. I keep going back to that. Stress is so toxic to us. So how can I lower my stress? And what's the opposite of stress? Being stressed out is being peaceful. Everything has its opposite. There's an opposite. If you watch Stranger Things, you know, there's the whole upside down. It's the opposite world. We used to have opposite day. Remember when I was in, I remember in junior high, it was opposite day. So we said everything that we didn't want backwards. So I started thinking about that. I'm like, here I am stressed and fearful. What's the opposite of that? And that's finding peace. So I started exploring and thinking about what is peace? And what does it mean to me? And have you ever, have you ever sat down and done that for yourself? Have you ever sat down and thought about what brings you peace? And it's not the same for everyone. Like there is no canned answer, but I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to sit down and think about what brings you peace. I did it. I sat down and I made a list of things that bring me peace. And I want to share it with you. I don't read off of things. Sometimes you might hear papers rattling in the background because it's not because I'm reading off of something. It's because I'm searching for notes. And But I wrote this down and I want to share it with you because these are the things 
that bring me peace. And I hope at the end of it, like you can say, oh yes, that does that for me too. Or it helps you to just hearing about it brings your blood pressure down. Like that's what we say. Like there's certain places we'll go on vacation that the second we get there, it's like, oh, okay. Like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders that your blood pressure has dropped. So here's the list that I came up with. I might throw some commentary in between as I read through this. But this is what peace means to me. Peace is looking at myself in the mirror and loving what I see, not picking apart my flaws. That's what being at peace is for me. I know where peace is not, and peace is not in puberty with two teenage boys in your house. That Peace does not exist there, just so you know, if you're searching for it. You might have glimpses of cuddles, and then the hormones kick in again, and peace is not there. Sorry, I had to put something funny in there because it made me laugh. Peace is knowing that the bathrooms, that the bathroom trash cans filled with hair is a sign of my treatment is working and healing me. Peace is in fatigue. Peace is seeing God moments in the midst of my storm. I do this better off the cuff. I'm actually better off the cuff than I am reading. Sorry, my reading out loud skills aren't the best. Um, Peace is being happy for other successes. That's kind of sometimes going to be a hard one that jealousy bug will get you. But having true peace is being able to be happy for people that are having successes. Peace is being able to be still and calm. Peace is having faith. Peace is being in the arms of my husband. I find peace in nature, especially when I'm at Yosemite or by the ocean. Peace is in trust. Peace is in support from my parents, family, and friends. Peace is letting go of everything I cannot control. That's a big one for me. Peace is in that surrendering and letting go. Peace is knowing that no matter how my story continues, Jesus will be with my family. I don't know what lies ahead. I don't know when my clock will run out. I don't know when I'll transition, but I know Jesus will be there for everyone involved. Peace is realizing that he loves us so much that he became human so he can understand our struggles. Peace is knowing that it is only a thin veil that separates us from heaven. Peace is finding laughter through tears of sorrow. That might be my favorite emotion. (laughs) Laughter through tears. That's another Steel Magnolia quote. Peace is in a smile. Peace is being positive in moments when all you see is negative. I've seen a lot of negative. I'm sh- we've all seen a lot of negative, but find the positive. 
Peace is trusting God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit that they will fight the battle for you. You only need to be still and have faith. Know that the battle is being fought for you. Peace is not fearing the future. Peace is living one day at a time and making the absolute most of that day. Peace is found in prayer. Peace is knowing our struggles lead us to clarity and strength. They may be hard, but there is a reward. Peace is knowing that you are never alone. Peace is knowing that your debt has already been paid. Our debt's been paid by Jesus. Peace is in loving words and air hugs at the time I wrote that because we were in COVID. Now peace is in loving words and in hugs. And sometimes I have to do air hugs because my family lives far. And sometimes you guys have to do air hugs. Air hugs are good too. Peace is cuddling with my family. Peace is quiet. Peace is solitude. Peace is knowing that one way or another, I will be healed. Peace is confidence, knowing that we will all be reunited in heaven. But I encourage you to sit down and do the same. I, this took me some time. It took some real reflection on what thoughts and what ideas bring me peace. It's a gift. It's one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And when you find that peace, I read one time, I read um, Unbroken. It's the story of Louis Zamperini or Zamperini. Oh, gracious. It's a movie, Angelina Jolie directed it. It's a book by Laura Hildebrand. I'd read the book. The details are incredible. Um, and it has a real spiritual part of it. When you watch the movie, the spiritual part of it was taken out, but that's kind of his best. For me, it was the most powerful part of the book was his, um, finding his finding Christ. Like you'll have to read his story of being a POW, which was incredible and how he, and how he overcame the challenges that he, that he had in front of him. But one of the biggest challenges when he got home and learning how to live in the world again, after seeing what he was seeing and experience what he did. And it was his story about finding Christ and how the day he fully accepted Christ in his heart and turned everything and surrendered everything over to him. He's like, I don't ever remember being angry again after that. That's how he found peace by surrendering the ill will. And when you read the book or you watch the movie, you'll see how horribly he was treated as a prisoner of war. And yet he forgives 
his captors and he forgives the pain that they caused him. And he found peace because he let go of the grudges. He let go of the hatred and he surrendered it all to Christ, laid it at the foot of the cross. And he found happiness. Said after that, I really don't remember being angry anymore. I had no reason to be angry. He found peace. So wherever your peaceful place is, wherever your quiet place, wherever you feel safe and you feel content, go there a lot. I find most of it in prayer. When I'm in prayer is when I find peace. Even if I am sobbing upset about something, when I am by the time I'm done praying, I'm back in a peaceful state. And I encourage you to do that for yourself. Know that there's places where you find peace. Keep that list handy. So when you are in a moment that is not peaceful, trust me, I have them all the time. You know that list so well that you remind yourself, hey, check yourself, calm down, know that he's got it, and go back to that state of peace. I'm going to close with John 16, 33, and it says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Vioso. See you at the next episode of Surviving Fear. Surviving Fear is made possible by the efforts of our executive producer, J.T. Henderson, writer and director, Sarah Vioso, producer and editor, Kristen Walker, artistic creator, Laura Ritchie, graphic editor, Linda Lee, and musical artist and composer, Adam Vioso.